Welcome, 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 welcome to the Modern Medicine Movement Podcast. Let's go. Welcome, 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 guys. Welcome back. Another day, another week. It's 2022. Woohoo! In fact, we are closing the gap on the first month of 2022. What an incredible month it's been. Ah, just getting some of my green drink here, guys. Oh, man. What a week. What a day. What a month. I hope some of you guys had a chance to come out to the Align ambition event oh my gosh i am still on a little bit of a high from that event i hope you guys those that uh, were there with me i think you know what i'm talking about i mean holy smokes what an amazing amazing event but can't think of any better way to kick start our 2022 Woohoo! but hey don't uh, don't dismay if you guys didn't have a chance to Get out there to sunny Scottsdale. Oh my gosh, the weather was beautiful. It was so nice because right now it is like minus five degrees outside. So, whoo, I just got pumped. I just got my pull-ups in. I'm ready, rock and roll. But I wanted to let you guys know that if you missed it, don't worry. We've got it all recorded, the whole entire event, three days worth of amazing content from just incredible speakers. Oh my gosh, it was just transformative. It was epic. <laughs> so I hope um, if you didn't get a chance to go in person, don't worry. You can hop on over there to the AlignEventsLive.com website and you can purchase the replay. It's available and it is super affordable and if you get it soon, we do have some actual event workbooks to go along with it, but you better get over there quick because those will sell out. So if you want to get that workbook with the Align event that we just had, Align Ambition, where I spoke, I gave a keynote. Oh my gosh, it was so much fun, guys. Uh, Brooke was there just crushing it, dancing like crazy and just pumping up everybody and just being real. We had Dave Hollis, Patrice Washington. Oh my gosh, so many epic, epic speakers. The, Heidi Powell was there. Oh, Jasmine Starr, Tiffany Peterson, Amber Lee Lago. She crushed it. What an amazing event. So hop on over there, AlignEventsLive.com. Such a cool event. Oh my gosh, hope you guys would get a chance to get the replay. And if you hop on over there quickly, and get it done, you will even hopefully still be able to get one of those event workbooks, which I don't know if you guys have been to other events, but typically the handout or the workbook or whatever is pretty, you know, pretty like uh, low budget. But these things are epic. They are bound. They are beautiful. I mean, I've been to a lot of events uh, in my day from the typical, you know, medical conference to even lots of just kick butt you know, personal development stuff like with Tony Robbins, Dean Graziosi, and, you know, those guys are just just rocking the house. But, man, their, their workbooks kind of suck. Like, no offense, Tony, I love you, but, man, you guys could use a little upgrade, maybe a little lesson from the Brooke Hemingway. She just, she puts it all out there, man. This lady delivers. She is incredible, so incredible. I hope you guys will hop on over there quickly to have a chance to be able to 
get those uh, workbooks along with your course because it's, oh my gosh, it'll make it even that much more epic. So <clears throat> anyway, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> I got a frog in my throat this morning. Gotta have a little bit more of that uh, green drink. Oh my gosh, I don't know if you guys do any green drinks, but I used to literally choke them down and I finally found one that's like pretty epic. It's, uh, you know, it doesn't taste bad. It's um, got a whole couple of salads worth of goodness, lots of antioxidants, lots of just amazing phytochemicals, which are super, super, super amazing, healthful, and just awesome. So if you guys don't drink one or you want to drink one and you don't know which one to do, go ahead and message me, Modern Medicine Movement Podcast at Gmail. I'd love to share with you what I take. Um, it's been awesome. Really, really loving it. But hey, wanted you guys to know we got some epic stuff coming down the pike. It's just uh, going to be an incredible 2022, best year ever. My book is coming out, Preventable. I've already purchased the website, thepreventablebook.com. Nothing there yet, but soon because the book is in the final edits phase. I've been working on choosing a cover. Got so many to choose from right now. I've been going through those. It's so fun to do and see, and I just can't wait to get this in your hands because it is life-changing material. As you know, seven out of 10 of the leading causes of death in the world, both developed world, undeveloped world, the whole entire world are, you guessed it, preventable. And that's what I talk all about in the book. It's so epic. Um, focusing in on five really powerful tools and strategies, which uh, if you were at my uh, you know, uh, keynote just a little while ago at Align, I, I spoke briefly of these five strategies and pearls from, you know, you'll recall the mnemonic F-S-M-S, F-S-M-S, you know, back in the day, the text messages were called S-M-S, so F-S-M-S, and then G at the end, M-S-G, this is the mnemonic that I've chosen to help us remember the five powerful tools, the pearls, the just amazing pillars and strategies to get us into optimal health and to be able to prevent the most common diseases of our day. I hope you guys will get amped, get ready. Those pearls are food, sleep, movement, stress optimization, and gut health, F. S-M-S-G, and I have created an amazing book called Preventable and courses to go right along with it with these five powerful pearls, and the cool news is the first one is already available. It is available. It is on stress optimization, and I chose to release this one first because I just did a couple of weeks ago a show with an amazing human by the name of Kim Flynn. Her podcast is called The Habits for Humans podcast, and I will link you up with that. I was a guest uh, on her podcast, and that will be released this week, and she wanted to interview me about stress because stress is one of those things that all of us have. In fact, in this day, in the pandemic, nearly 100% of us experienced some significant stress in the course of a calendar year, which is up from about 80 some odd percent just a couple of years ago, pre-pandemic, and so we have lots of this stuff, but the cool news is there is a way, there is a way to turn that typical negative stress into powerful growth, and it is not that hard to do, and I, I 
talk all about it in the podcast with Kim, and I did an entire course on it called Stress Optimization, and it will be available on my website. You'll be able to purchase it, and I, for now, am just giving this crazy low, ridiculous price of $29.98, less than 30 bucks. That's less than what you would spend in a couple of days at Starbucks. Hopefully, you don't go there too much and buy those, uh, I don't know, what I like to call uh, <laughs> coffee desserts. But um, anyway, it's uh, super affordable right now. I have the price uh, real low for all to be able to afford it and get this into their life because we are experiencing way too much stress in this world right now. And this is a key area that affects so many so many avenues of our life, our health, our mind, our body, our, even our soul, even our gut, even gut health is affected by stress. So many things are affected by it, and we have the power to turn negative stress into positive growth-promoting challenge, and it's all there on the course. It's amazing. It has a beautiful PDF associated with it, so you can track your progress, your goals, your um, the things that, that really came out to you. Um, it's uh, it's awesome, awesome stuff, and you will just be pumped because you can get that for less than 30 bucks and start applying it right away. So I hope you'll hop on over there to my website. You can find out all about it on modernmedicinemovement.com. Also, hop on over there and sign up for my free newsletter where you can get all the updates once a week on Thursdays to Thrive and some powerful tips and tricks and tools and and just awesome information about how you can optimize your health. So sign up on modernmedicinemovement.com. Scroll down, you'll be able to sign up for that free newsletter each and every Thursday. Thursdays to Thrive with Dr. Thomas. And also, there'll be information available on how you can pick up that course on stress optimization for less than 30 bucks. I hope you'll hop on over there. Oh my gosh, guys, what an amazing start to the year. And in fact, this week, this week, I'm podcasting once again based on your user feedback. That's right. I am going to podcast today on one of the questions that you guys brought up in recent uh, my Facebook group queries. So Dr. Thomas Hemingway here going to share with you answers and information and tools that you guys have asked about. So if you haven't already joined my free Facebook group, Modern Medicine Movement Health and Wellness Facebook group, by yours truly, Dr. Thomas Hemingway. I hope you'll hop on over there. It's free. You can uh, ask questions. You can see the latest and greatest podcast information, as well as a lot of other health tips and pearls and just cool, cool group over there. And you guys can give me feedback and let me know what you want me to podcast about because I am happy, happy, happy to be able to serve you. And so I have decided this week to choose one of your listener questions and to be able to talk all about this cool topic. And this is none other than our noggin, (laughs) the health of our brain, brain health and how to optimize it. And this is a fascinating, fascinating avenue to discuss. So many things are coming up in this um, area of research and study and health and fascination. In fact, um, cool new book. Uh, shout out to the Mr. Tony Robbins, who with Dr. De- um, uh, Peter Diamandis came out with this book just a few weeks ago called, um, it's called, uh, what is it called? Gosh, I've, I'm spacing on the name. Um, Life Force, Life Force. I've been reading it. And um, towards the end, there's actually a couple of chapters that talk all about the brain 
and the power of the mind. And what's cool about it is they share a lot of the latest and greatest research, which uh, has, has basically continued to reinforce what I've always known. I think most of us have always felt which is that the brain, the mind, the soul, the body, they're all connected. And we have so much innate power in our mind to be able to do so many amazing things. We can affect our genes at the molecular level. Like this is science. This is physiology. This is way more than the simple placebo effect that I learned about medical school. It's way more powerful than that. And it's super, <clears throat> super cool stuff. So if you guys haven't heard about that book, Life Force with Dr. Peter Diamantis and Tony Robbins, you should pick it up. Of course, I'm not getting any proceeds. In it. And, and in fact, what I've learned is that he's donating all his proceeds to feed um, lots of folks, Feeding America. He, he's a big, avid promoter of that program and wants to just give away billions and billions of meals. So he's not making any profits on that either. He's... Um, just going to be feeding America and lots of folks around the world, clean water, all kinds of cool stuff he's doing with that. So, so check it out. Life Force is the book. And uh, last couple of chapters are just, oh my gosh, phenomenal. So anyway, wanted to get into a little bit about um, a couple of aspects. I mean, we're going to talk about physiology a little bit, how to amp up our brain with cool, just hormonal type growth factors, if you will. Um, as well as talk about some kind of strategic uh, tools that we can use to overpower a lot of times what are referred to by my just just amazing, oh my gosh, one of the best mentors out there with respect to brain health is the doctor, Dr. Daniel Amen. Doc Amen, I hope you guys will check him out. He, when he was in residency, he coined this uh, term, once again, he, he was a, a student, and as students do, we often coin these terms that are mnemonics, right, that uh, we remember. And uh, he was one day, you know, I coined that mnemonic I told you about, the FSMSG, you know, to give you the five pillars that are so powerful to prevent all the common diseases. But he coined this term ants, you know, just like the ants in your house that uh, love, love, love that sweet stuff on the counter <laughs> and in Hawaii name. Anytime it rains outside, these guys are like trying to overrun your house. And one day he came home from a, just a hectic day. I think it was during his residency, if I'm not mistaken. You guys can hop on over to his blog. He'll talk a little bit more about it. I'll put the link in the show notes. But uh, he had a rough day. You know, he was a psychiatry resident. He had three or four people that were super down, depressed. They were considering taking their own life. He had couples that were fighting and wanted to divorce one another and just just have at it they were literally at one another's throats in his office and just had what he would consider it i think we all probably would do a pretty rough day pretty down day and um he got home and his apartment or home whatever it was at that time was full of ants he had ants on the counter ants on the you know kitchen table he had an ant infestation he's like oh my gosh this is crazy this is you know I have a physical ant infestation in my home, but a lot of us have ants in our head. We have an infestation in our head. The ants are the automatic negative thoughts. Ants, the automatic negative thoughts. And we often have these things cross our mind many times a day, sometimes thousands of times a day. And the cool part is, though they are our thoughts from time to time, 
we do not have to believe them because most of the time they're not even true. And so he has a whole technique. I hope you'll hop on over to his website. Uh, just Google Dr. Amen, Daniel Amen, and Ants, A-N-T-S, and he'll tell you all about how you can get rid of these automatic negative thoughts. And the basic process is, number one, you ask yourself, is it true? Whatever this automatic negative thought is, you know, like, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, you know. I think those are the two most common that, that we think about as humans, and those are normal. You know, Tony Robbins, who has literally worked with all of the living presidents, several who have already passed on, lots of world leaders, billionaires. I mean, he's worked with all these people and every single one of them universally has these same ants, these automatic negative thoughts, the thoughts that I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy enough, I'm not worthy of love. Those are the two biggest ones, that we're not good enough and that because we're not good enough, we're not worthy of love. And let me just call it as it is, that is BS. And if I was the Tony Robbins, like I have his hat on today, I would call it out with a little bit more explicative, but it is BS. Those are negative thoughts. Those are not true. When we ask ourselves, is it really true? Like 100% really true? No, of course not. It's not really true. And so then the next step is you ask yourself, what would it be like if I changed that or if I had an alternative thought, if this wasn't true, this, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy of love, I, you know, I can't do this, or whatever this negative thought is, if we flip that around, then how would that make us feel? That I am worthy, I am good enough, I can go out and do that. I am powerful, I am worthy of love. Then how would we feel? And then you go and you, you kind of reset this in your mind. And, and I, I won't belabor it because I want you to check out Dr. Amen's website. It's awesome. He, he does blogs on this kind of thing all the time. And, and, you know, not surprisingly, he's updated it during the pandemic because there's way too many negative thoughts out there. And we got to get rid of these things. We got to get rid of the dang ants, the ants in our head. That infestation, we have to get rid of it. So I love his technique. I would encourage you to, Hop on over there to his website, Dr. Amen. Also, check out uh, Tony Robbins is doing an amazing free event right now. Um, hopefully, you're a part of that as well. It's called the, uh, um, what is it called? It used to be called the Breakthrough Challenge, but he does it every January. I think if you just Google Breakthrough Challenge, you'll find it. He's, once again, one of these masterful speakers and and oh, I, I've been a part of it the last couple of days and just watching him do these quote unquote interventions where people tell him about their negative thoughts or their struggles or challenges. And he is like Johnny on the spot. That guy, it just <laughs> he's amazing. Watch that guy in action. It's incredible. And he talks about how we all create a story, right? We create this story, you know, and it probably started out when we were a kid based on how we were either treated by our parents or our siblings, and we kind of create this thing in our mind like we're the kid that either isn't good enough, you know, isn't smart enough, not creative enough, and we just crave love, you know, and we usually crave the love of either our father or our mother, and we will do anything and everything to kind of get that love. And and these stories often they they basically you know affect us throughout our life into far into adulthood, even down into <clears throat> grave if we don't pay attention and and decide like hey you know what i can change that story i can change that you have that power 
You are worthy. You can change that. He says, I love the quote, change your story, change your life. So <clears throat> anyway, I'm not going to belabor that. I'm not in anything um, like the expert that he is in that sort of aspect, change your story, change your life. But I, I'm, a, I'm a student of it and I'm applying it in my own life and trying to share and help and grow. And I, I love to get into the physiology of it because what's cool is you know, all of us have these things called genes, right? Our DNA. And what we found more so in the last decade, which is super cool, is that we are not, okay, let me say this again. We are not subject to the fate based upon our DNA, based upon our genes. Like we used to think, oh, okay, you get certain genes and you're just destined to be like that. Well, what's cool is they've done twin studies, for example, where they are identical twins, the same exact DNA, and one of them can grow up to be perfectly fit, healthy, lean, and the other identical DNA can be obese. And especially now with the sad diet that we're often partaking of, the standard American diet, which is full of highly processed, super, super carbohydrate-rich, highly processed foods, can be obese. And so they have studied this in thousands of twins over the years. Same DNA, exact same genetic blueprint. And what they found is that it's 90 plus percent us, our environment, our choices, our behaviors, the things that we do that determine our health, our future, our physiology. And it's only about 10% in the DNA. That's it. Only about 10%. The expression can be completely different. These twins, for example, one of them being lean, fit, healthy, the other obese, and they are identical, identical down to the last gene. Their genome is identical, 23,000 genes, identical. But yet, they're very different with respect to their health, their physiology, because of their choices. And so this is super cool. This is a phenomenon called epigenetics. I hope you guys have heard of it. It's really exciting stuff. In fact, there's a book that I read a while back called uh, The Epigenetics Revolution by Nessa Carey. And, and she has this beautiful metaphor in which she describes what this whole concept of epigenetics is. And I think it's not only is it simple, but it's super powerful. And so I'm going to kind of explain it real briefly what this means. And metaphorically, she takes the concept of epigenetics and compares it to a screenplay, or a movie, okay? And so here's the example. So when you have a movie, you have a script, you know, the written script that the director will take. And based upon who the director is, you know, that director will kind of gauge how the movie's going to go, you know? And what's interesting is if you gave the same exact movie script, that's the instructions, that's the, you know, we could call that the genetic code, for example, to five different super famous, talented directors, you think you get the exact same movie? That's a heck no. I mean, you get completely different movies. So the script is kind of like this written instruction. It would be like our DNA or our genome, like these 23,000 human genes that we have, all right? And then <clears throat> the participants of the movie, they would be like our cells, okay? And based upon who was directing, you know, the movie, which is like, our choices, our environment, the habits that we do and don't do, that would determine, you know, how these actors would play out the movie, 
Okay. So the concept of genetics would be like the screenwriting part and the epigenetics or the direction would be like what the director was doing with that instruction sheet, right? With the, with the movie script, they would basically play out the movie, how they kind of envision it in their mind, which could have been completely different than the other director who had the same script, right? The script of the DNA could be exactly the same, like these identical twins, but the given director could tweak or change. They could eliminate certain scenes, dialogue, and change it completely. I mean, take this example. You have M. Knight Shyamalan, who's incredibly talented. Then you have like Greta Gerwig, and then you have like Steven Spielberg. If you gave all three of these amazing directors the same exact movie script, who out there thinks they would produce the exact same movie? Like, no way. These guys have totally different styles. And so that beautiful act of having the power to direct and formulate and use that, you know, DNA, for example, the script, we have the power. We are the directors. We are the masters of our ship. We are the captains. We are the director who can choose how that movie plays out. We have that power. It's so freaking cool. That is called epi. Genetics. We get to decide our destiny. We get to decide our health. Did you know that literally 90%, well, let, let's back that up. Only 10% of cancer is found, or I should say, played out just specifically by the genes we have. Like, you know, the genes that we hear about, super common in breast cancer, the BRCA gene, like those genes have been around forever. But you know what's different? What's different is us. The habits that we have, the choices we make, the dietary choices, what we put at the tip of our spoon or fork and what we put in our cart or our, or our basket at the grocery store, those habits have changed dramatically way faster than our genes have changed. Our genes, the human DNA, the human genome, 23,000 some odd genes, those haven't changed a whole lot in millennia. But what has changed dramatically are the lifestyle choices that we make what we put into our body, the actions we do and don't do with respect to our exercise, our sleep, our stress management, all these things, that's what has changed and that's what's changed the direction of our lives as far as our health. Did you know that for the first time in human history, our expected life um, you know, expectancy is actually going down? Like despite having all these amazing treatment, amazing you know, um, life-saving interventions, I mean, we are great at emergency care. I'm an emergency doctor. Like that's what I do. That's what... I've known for 20 plus years and, and we're great at taking care of emergencies, you know, but we are piss poor. Sorry, my French here, but we are poor at taking care of the bigger picture, the human health prevention, the actual natural health process and healing and preventing disease. We are horrible at that, especially here in the U S of a. And I can say that because that's where I am. That's where I trained and we are terrible. We are terrible at preventing disease and at, having to, you know, we call it managing chronic disease. Like, uh, screw that. Like, managing disease? How about just get rid of it? Like, I don't even like to call it disease because these are all conditions, health conditions that are conditional. Remember? Seven out of ten of the most common causes of death in the world are preventable. They are conditional based upon our choices. We get to, we get to choose those things. The conditions can change. And if we change our conditions... We'll get rid of these health conditions. You know, the so-called diseases of yesterday, they can be gone 
based on our choices. This is epigenetics. This is amazing. Okay. All right, guys. I got a little bit off topic, but I just want you to know the power of choice, the power of the human brain, the power of the mind. It's just phenomenal. Phenomenal. And it just, it all boils down to how we take care of it. This One of this um, amazing concepts that comes down to our brain health is just our daily choices of what we do, what we do with our time. There was a great book that came out a couple of years ago called Brainwash. It was Dr. Perlmutter and his son, both physicians, and they talk all about what happens in our current context. You know, our current societal dilemma, if you will, we're on our phones all the time. We're seeing all this negative stuff on the news, all the major news stations, and we're just feeding our bodies with crap, with garbage, and we are literally getting brainwashed. <laughs> and our brain is getting disconnected. They describe this whole syndrome of how the front of the brain, that's the adult in the room, you know, that's who makes those executive choices and decisions and ultimately makes the call, versus our, you know, lower down portion, the reptilian brain, if you will, they get disconnected because of all the external social media environments and news and uh, just all the drama that's out there. If you guys want to watch a pretty crazy movie called The Social Dilemma, like every little keystroke is being freaking monitored. It's crazy and it's it's not necessarily good. I think maybe some initial intentions were kind of cool and good and savvy, but right now like it's that stuff is messing us up. And so what happens is our executive center, our adult in the room, the prefrontal cortex, that's kind of like the decision-making part of our brain gets disconnected from this primitive brain um, or emotional brain or that kind of reptilian brain, as Tony Robbins calls it, that's trying to keep us alive, right? <laughs> and what happens is they get disconnected and damaged. And so that reptilian brain just goes berserk, that, you know, um, <clears throat> amygdala, if you will, just goes bananas. And our frontal, prefrontal cortex is not able to make the appropriate, you know, the best decisions. You know, it's kind of like any of you guys that have children out there, you know that, especially when they're real young, like they haven't, you know, developed that prefrontal cortex that much and they can make some crazy choices. You know, I mean, they'll run right out into the street in front of a car and, you know, they're just not, they haven't had years of experience and they don't have the adult in the room, so to speak. And, and so if we spend too much time, you know, being bombarded with all these, you know, media things and this and that, our brain gets disconnected. And there's actually data on this. Read the book. It's really cool. It's called Brainwashed. And what happens is that, uh, you just, you get, I mean, it's super interesting because um, you get this disconnection between these two major centers of the brain and it, it can mess you up. I mean, talk about depression, anxiety, all those things Dr. Daniel Amen specializes in and helps us learn how we can control and prevent and improve. And like, that's the stuff that, that we need those tools because if we are just left to, What's happening in our society today, like the path of least resistance is we get disconnected. We get this disconnection syndrome, not only from each other, but but from the world at large. And we just lose this ability to be able to be our best selves, to be able to be connected, to be able to learn to give and love and share. You know, we talked about in that podcast I was referring to on stress, like one of the best ways to overcome and to optimize it is to use the connection the connection that we have with each other, with other humans, that amps up this amazing hormone called oxytocin, which 
changes our physiology down at the molecular level. From that amped up fight or flight, it helps us be at peace, helps us be loving, helps us to be connected with one another. So check out that podcast and and learn about that. But the cool news is that this can all be changed by us. We get to choose. There's this amazing growth factor called brain-derived neurotrophic factor that is sort of like miracle grow for the brain. <laughs> like it can help your brain develop new connections, the neuroplasticity. And this comes through these connections, through oxytocin, amping it up, through study, through exercise, through you know behavioral change. All these things that are under our control, this brain-derived neurotrophic factor will literally grow our brain. Did you know that? That's what is lacking and is diminished in folks that ultimately succumb to dementia, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, a lot of the neurodegenerative illnesses don't have enough of this brain-derived neurotrophic factor, and their brain shrinks, like literally the part of the brain where the memory center is, like that's what goes off, right? In dementias, they just lose their memory. They can't recall anything new. They'll remember their name usually until almost uh, way, way late in the course, but they'll forget anything that you tell them in the short term. Their short-term memory just goes kaput. That's because the center of the brain, the memory center, didn't get enough brain-derived neurotrophic factor, and it actually shrinks. You know what can amp that up? Several things can amp it up. Exercise actually amps it up. Like, exercise your body, it actually builds the brain. Also, you can exercise your brain. Like, you guys have heard of, you know, new things that are challenging, you know, if you like to do crossword puzzles or um, learn new language. Okay, I got to tell you, crossword puzzles are cool, but if you just do the same kind of basic crossword puzzle each and every day, like that's okay, but it's not different enough to really promote new growth. Like it's even better to try a new thing, like try learning an instrument. doesn't matter what age you are. I've seen people learn instruments in their 70s, 80s, and 90s. Learn a new skill, learn a new hobby. Like if you don't play what Dr. Daniel Amen calls the best sport of all times, which is table tennis, according to him, I, I think any racket sport is amazing. But if you don't play that, learn learn to play that. Learn a new skill, learn a new hobby, learn to dance, learn to play an instrument, learn to... Uh, speak a new language. All these things stretch, if you will, those mental, you know, muscles. Some people refer to it as the mental gymnastics, and that can really promote growth of our brain. It's amazing. Exercise, and it doesn't have to be aerobic exercise. You can go for a walk, you know. But but brain exercises too. Not just doing the same Sudoku, the same crossword puzzle every day, but different things that you haven't done before. Try new things, like take a new class. Like I love to see people into their 70s, 80s, 90s, and beyond taking new courses and learning new things. Like, it's so freaking cool to see that. And they're loving it. Like, it's so amazing. And that grows their brain. And then they're much less likely to get these neurodegenerative illnesses like Parkinson's, dementia, and all this kind of thing. Um, (laughs) I got to mention this one quote I just forgot to. Walking is so amazing. Hippocrates, thousands of years, years ago, said it's the best medicine. In fact, he's quoted uh, saying this, if you're in a bad mood, quote, go for a walk. If you are still in a bad mood, go for another walk. (laughs) That was Hippocrates like 3,000 years ago. How cool is that? Don't you guys just love getting out in nature? In that uh, doctor's Perlmutter book, Brainwash, they talk all about that, the power of just getting outside, getting some natural sunlight, moving your body a little bit, a simple 10, 15-minute walk can change your outlook on life. But it also can change these growth factors like oxytocin, brain-derived neurotrophic factor, BDNF. And it's so positive, and it goes right to help with that exact memory center of the brain I was telling you about. 
and it just positively impacts production of serotonin, dopamine, norepinephrine, endorphins, and kelphins, and they get you in a good mood, right? Hippocrates said it, go for a walk. <laughs> There's an amazing muscle-brain connection. It's so awesome. I, I, don't, I talked about this in a previous podcast, so I don't want to belabor that, but... Um, there's connection there between the muscle and the brain. The muscle secretes these myokines, which are like growth factors, which can affect the brain. It's super cool stuff. There's also a connection between, obviously, the gut and the brain. I just did a recent podcast on gut-brain communication. You know, gut health affects brain health. It's, it's no joke. Like, it's, it's real. You know, most of you know that 90%, over 90% of the serotonin in our bodies is produced in our gut by those enterochromaffin cells right in our gut, like, like the overwhelming majority is produced there in our gut. Like that's pretty dang cool. Pretty dang cool. Pretty dang cool. Important. Oh, I just can't even, there's just so much on that. Just go back and re-listen to that podcast on the gut brain connection, but it's, it's so cool. So there's some, I'm going to talk just, just for a moment about some um, natural supplements you can take that can help some brain health growth and, you know, just health in general of the brain. Um, I just, I love to share this because I take them myself. I'm not, I'm not trying to sell you anything. I just, you know, like turmeric, for example, I, I take every single day because it's been shown to increase brain-derived neurotrophic factor, BDNF. Also, it helps with my old man muscles. As I sometimes tell my kids, you know, I get a little achy from time to time and I'll, I'll take a little bit extra if I'm doing a little extra yard work or shoveling snow or whatever that case may be. And so um, turmeric is awesome for that. Um, there's also a wide just body of evidence looking at omega-3, omega-3 fatty acids. These are the ones that are healthy uh, fatty acids found in fish oil primarily. Um, there are some plant-based uh, sources like algae, but it's really tiny compared to the fish oil. So there's ways to get fish oil either in a supplement form or you can just eat fish. Like I love ahi tuna. It's my favorite. Um, but that's one of the most important supplements is omega-3s, super important. Also, some other ones that are great for the brain are things like ginkgo, St. John's wort. Um, there's, <laughs> there's so many. Um, can't, can't get into all of them, but there's, there's, a, there's an author by the name of uh, Lisa Mosconi. She's a neuroscientist. Um, she wrote a book called Brain Food. I would recommend that as well. She goes into lots of the different supplements, and she says basically the brain of all the organs in our whole body is the most easily damaged by poor diet. From its very architecture to its ability to perform, everything in the brain calls out for proper food. In fact, the only way for the brain to receive nourishment is through our diet. After rigorous study, it turns out that eating the wrong foods affects more than our waistlines. When we eat a fatty, sugary meal and experience symptoms of sluggishness, brain fog, which many of us don't realize these symptoms originate not in the stomach, but in our brains. And a poor diet causes the loss of key structural and functional elements of the brain with an aggressively higher vulnerability to brain aging and dementia. She is a specialist on dementia, Alzheimer's, etc. And she has found that this largely can be attacked at the root, which is our diet, which is what we put into our bodies, what's at the end of our fork, what's at the in the cart or the basket at the grocery store. Super powerful. She's an amazing lady, Dr. Lisa Mosconi, author of Brain Food. She's literally written 100 scientific papers on the importance of diet and the food we eat and how it affects our brain. That's super cool, cool stuff. So I'm going to put a couple, of, um, a couple of articles in the show notes that exemplify this, you know, eating healthy things, especially the full antioxidant regime of the rainbow, as I like to call it, you know, a lot of foods that have 
bright colors like berries and pomegranate, strawberries, um, even tomatoes, if you can tolerate them. All these kind of colorful foods have lots of antioxidants, which are amazing for brain health. Uh, even cacao, cocoa has been studied and showed to enhance brain health. So many, so many cool things. And, and the opposite happens with the highly processed standard American diet, right? They actually did a study on this and they looked at uh, folks that were eating cereal every day. And, you know, just like the highly processed, doesn't have to be super sugary, but they're all actually very sugary because they have highly processed sugars and flours. And they basically had a much higher risk of losing their minds, losing their memories, becoming... Um, you know, at risk for Alzheimer's, dementia. And this has been well studied. Like it's in, it's in the literature. And so take care of your brain like the amazing organ that it is by properly fueling your body with healthy, real, whole food, right? Um, avocados, for example, have lots of carotenoids and they can actually increase your memory. Who knew, right? Who knew? Oh my gosh. Zeaxanthin and lutein, you guys have heard of those. They're great for cognitive function. They're found um, in things like carrots. <laughs> Eat your carrots, right? You know, the MCT oils from coconut are also really good for the brain. Uh, so many good things. Oh, my gosh. Just amazing, amazing stuff. If we just focus really at the end of the day on focusing on real food, real, whole, natural, hopefully organic food, and trying to avoid the highly processed standard American diet crap, anything with the package and the label, anything that has more than five ingredients, especially if you don't recognize them. If we just have that one simple, simple goal, we will be so much healthier. I just, it's amazing. I, I promise you this could change your life. So amazing. So amazing. Um, food is not like medicine or as medicine. Food actually is medicine. And it's the most common medicine that we could ever take three times or so a day. Why not fill our bodies with the best possible medicine? Food is medicine. So I've been, I've been ranting long enough, but I just want you guys to know that we have within us this power to make changes, to be able to affect our brain, our mind, our body, our soul. And how did you like that? That was kind of cool little drum roll. <laughs> but um you have it in you. You have that power in you. Like Tony Robbins says, change your story, change your life. You can do this. Remember the epigenetics phenomenon we talked about? We are the directors of our screenplay. We have the genes, but they're only about 10% of what ultimately happens physiologically in our body. We get to decide whether those genes get turned on or turned off. That is the amazing truth of the epigenetic revolution. And I hope that you guys will take this time to take a moment Take 10 minutes and just write down a few things that you want to improve in your health, be it the choices you're going to make at the grocery store, the timing of your meals, you know, what you're going to try to eat more of. Like the cool thing is there's so much out there. There's thousands and thousands and thousands, several hundred thousand edible plants out there and, and just amazing things that we can eat, both plant and animal, which will help us be healthful. And unfortunately, because of how agriculture and everything is done, we literally eat six six things that comprise over 70% of our diet and three things, three or four, depending on the data that comprise 60% of our diet, things from corn, soy, uh, wheat. I mean, it's crazy. Like that makes up the predominant things from our diet. And those are not that amazing, especially the highly processed ones. So eat the rainbow, the whole thing, and you'll be grateful. Aloha.